He sniffed the towel and decided it would need washing. Laundrette just a couple of doors down. How good was that? He pulled on his socks, then polished his shoes with his right foot. It would do. Chino's shirt and tie, black leather jacket. He'd considered the suit, first day and all that, and rejected it. Start as you mean to go on. Then he'd remembered he'd been wearing it when they ran him over. At the hospital they had cut the trousers off his blood-soaked legs. No fridge in the kitchen yet, but a gas cooker with three rings, grill and oven, the new Home 45, its feet standing in small glass saucers to save the ancient lino. This was like stepping back into World War II. Looked a bit like a bomb had landed in here too. Boxes with his stuff stood everywhere. Every surface, and there weren't that many, was cluttered with items that had nowhere to go. No furniture here either, apart from a red 1950s kitchen cupboard with glass drawers. He'd seen a junk shop round the corner. It would take no time at all to kit this place out. Some old deer had lived in the flat for forty years and died in here too. He didn't mind. These houses were old. Of course people had died there. He liked old houses. He wanted to die in an old house too. What were the chances? He liked places with a history. That's why he had rejected the modern flat in cotton they'd offered him until he sorted himself out. Too new, too soulless. And since he would never spend enough time there to give it soul himself, he would have to borrow other people's. Apart from the kitchen, there was only the big, oddly-shaped sitting room and a spare room just large enough to accommodate a midget. All that could wait. In the meantime, there was the Italian grocer's next door. He soon found out why the flat was cheap. Noise from the pub until late and the women at the grocer's setting up the vegetable stalls on the pavement at just after six in the morning, talking loudly in Italian. It always sounded like they were having an argument, but they probably weren't just loud and happy to be alive. The place also sold pastries and coffee to take away, of which he intended to take full advantage. The grey-haired woman behind the counter showed a strong family resemblance to his Italian landlady, but he hadn't yet worked out who was who. So many people seemed to work there. The woman furnished him with both coffee and a Danish and called him Mr. Klusky. McCluskey set off towards the centre of town, his new town. Carl Spranger had spent the night asleep behind the wheel of his BMW and woke with a start and a groan. Shit. He had a raging headache and felt sick to his stomach. It was cold in the car. The windows had misted up with his condensed breath. Fucking bitch. Greedy, stupid, fucking bitch. He searched for cigarettes among the crumpled packets and crisp wrappers, but knew there weren't any left. He thumped the dashboard. Shit! Everything was shit now. The devious cow. She had sent a private bloody detective after him to spy on him and Ali. Paid for with his own bloody money, of course. There was an inch of vodka left in the bottle on the passenger seat. Hair of the dog always worked. He let the liquid burn down his throat. It was answered by a sharp stab in his stomach. He held his breath until the pain eased. Happened more and more often recently. Ulcer, probably. Cancer, maybe. And why not? 
What the fuck did it matter now? Twelve years, and now she wanted a divorce. Screamed her demands at him. I want a divorce and I want this fucking house. The house. No one gets the house. One affair and she wanted out. She had it all planned already. His replacement waiting in the wings. A chiropodist, very refined, not coarse like you. <laughs> Refine my foot, ha! He wound down the window, spat, wiped the windscreen. Right front wing had a wrinkle in it. He remembered dimly he'd hit something in the dark. Large dog, small deer, whatever. He didn't get a look at it. Where was this godforsaken place? Lay-by on the A-road leading to the motorway. He'd just driven around. Had got too drunk, though. Cars kept blaring their horns at him, letting him know. Probably we-